0: I would like to invite you to take a moment, a moment in this season, the season that is transitioning, the season that can be still, the season that can be evolutionary, transformational,
1: but most importantly, the season that is witnessed Breathing in and breathing out, I encourage
0: you to sit, witness visually what is in your space, identifying the nuances of this season, allowing yourself to embrace and indulge in what the season is to you. Sometimes reflective, sometimes a movement of transition, sometimes resistance. In every season, we breathe in and breathe out, allowing all the expectations, all the transformations to take hold. I encourage you now to settle in to the smells, to the sounds, and to the ever delicate nuances of changing seasons. Breathing in and breathing
1: out, never hesitate to acknowledge the season you
0: are leaving and the season you are going into. Moving through the body, through the heart, and within your thoughts,
1: I encourage you to find your settling, coming back to this moment,
0: and acknowledging the season you are standing in. Hi, it's Ryan.
1: Welcome to your weekly dose of the Psychedelic Psychologist, where I invite my guests to share stories about their psychedelic experiences. We cover a variety of topics, from overcoming addiction and severe depression to finding wholeness and spiritual emergence. Today you're going to hear from one of my guests, someone who I cherish, deeply respect, and am deeply humbled by the beloved opportunity to walk, support, and witness their healing journey, Aya. It's great to hear your voice. How are you coming in?
2: I'm doing so well. So well. Seasons. (laughs)
1: Seasons.
2: <laughs>
1: well, what do you make of seasons and how do you work within the medicines and seasons and work without the medicines
0: and seasons?
2: Mm. Well, it was about this time last year, around the wintertime, that I was really feeling this pull for some deep work in the summertime. And so my year was really initiated with seasonal work and thinking things through in a cyclical way. Now that I'm coming out of a really deep, shadowy winter season, I can feel spring starting to bloom. I'm welcoming it in one of the deepest ways that I think I've ever welcomed spring in my whole life. This was probably the shadowiest winter season of my life, but absolutely the most pivotal. I've gotten to know myself on a level that is so intimate that I am absolutely enthralled with just being with myself very simply being with myself
1: I love what you're saying in that testimonial the idea of getting through the seasons almost in this journey of sorts and then wonderfully said to be with yourself can you tell me about the darkness of the season and what you're recognizing right now and we will get to the light of spring and the movement of the embodiment but In a reverent way, what are you acknowledging you went through this winter?
0: Hmm.
2: Really, the entire year was such a beautiful unfolding. And as I started getting closer to the winter, I noticed a shift in my own energy and my own intuition. I could feel something on the horizon, could see like things in the rafters, so to speak. And so I had this sense within my body that not to brace, but to be cognizant and to be open and to create time, to go inward. And what I noticed was several core experiences in my life and traumas started bubbling to the surface as much as I tried to keep it down a lifetime of work, of keeping it repressed, it was ready to come out. And I knew it. I knew that these traumatic events were ready to be seen, ready to be honored, ready to be owned and acknowledged. And so it was this deep listening And what I noticed was this heightened awareness, this go-around in this season. There was a pervasive feeling that this awareness would almost be an antidote to the pain or the suffering or the challenge of seeing myself this way. But what I noticed was that The awareness was not an antidote it just slowed things down enough for me to really see myself see myself in these experiences
1: it's a key component that i want to unpack a little bit and pause within your story because what you're identifying with is you slowed down enough took the pause even though it was challenging And have the opportunity to look deeper in and find something. Mm -hmm. And this is a testimony to your integration process. It's not suggesting that you were doing anything in a heightened sense of the state. You were actually doing this on your own within your own expression of self.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Can you tell
0: more about that? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was a lot less doing and a lot more being. And that distinction for me was creating space in this pocket of integration. After a really, really difficult period this winter, I was feeling really called to work with the medicine. It was very, very on my heart. It was pulling on me as a way to honor this season and the difficulty. And just creating more space for myself, more quietude has been the absolute most profound tool in this period of integration, just space.
0: That strikes me
1: and really humbles me because in our culture today, we're so maybe conditioned to reach for the medicine or reach for something to soften it, mute it, be it cannabis, alcohol, a psychedelic experience or any SSRIs. And what you're telling me is you knew it, you saw it coming, you saw the intensity yeah. and you leaned into it with your own purity and almost stretched into the uncomfort.
2: Yes, I could see it coming and I could feel it. That's this beautiful way you articulated that. I could see the bigness of it. I could feel the bigness of it, not just see it, but feel it on this embodied level. And there was no question or option of not looking at myself in that way. I don't have an explanation as to why that's so deep within me, but it is. And for me, when I see an intense pocket of time like this, it actually gives me more curiosity and wonderment and excitement. And I think this go around, I could feel the intensity. I could feel myself bracing in the way one would brace for mm, any experience that really needed really deep listening and embodiment.
1: That leads me to now coming through the other side your lightness what do you do to recognize or honor the darkness and not say ignore it or relish in it but how do you transition what what would be a transitioning tool or ritual you do as now you're feeling this wonderful energy
0: mm. after such a stretch and shadow work
1: mm.
2: More
0: quiet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the worst answer ever. It's a boring answer.
1: No, it's great. It's wonderful.
2: Just more quiet. Really, my one of the biggest things that I took away from this period of time was how important my mornings are. And to keep myself in my own space for a period of time is absolutely critical to feeling like I'm experiencing total freedom in my day-to-day, which is that. essentially the the biggest theme of this entire season.
1: Yeah. And so what does that look like when you get to be within yourself? Because I think it's profound exercise and it also fringes on deeper, deeper work, right? The more quietude, the more we go inside. So what does it look like personally to you?
2: Mm-mm. Like a typical morning would look like, waking, staying in bed as long as possible with my own thoughts and allowing them to be what they are, taking notice if they're frantic or if they're spacious, and that's setting the tone for my day. So not rushing through that part just to get to the shower or breakfast or whatever it is, like Creating that space for myself before I intermix with my family, my kids, my husband, anything. That is, yeah, I'll live and die by that time because I see how important it is.
0: That
1: tells me that you're also living and walking intentionally, even though it could be frantic or spacious. You're not trying to make judgment or assign a meaning on it too early.
2: Hmm, that's been a big lesson coming out of this season because there is a lot of resistance and a lot of gear grinding because I would see so many patterns and see so many things or notice the anxious, sorely thoughts in the morning and there would be so much judgment, especially with the heightened awareness. And I had to work through that, really work through that and bring a bit more of your favorite word, gentleness.
1: Right. Isn't that the truth, though? Thank you for acknowledging that. Uh, it's this crazy idea, though, that we can quickly wrap ourselves up with this noose of judgment and ch- trying to make sense of it before it even has gotten started.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how you said that as a noose, and it is exactly how it felt. You're, I was noticing, you know, Different things and different patterns within myself that I was really coming face to face with. And as I was noticing it, I was noticing my inner critic. And what I befriended with her was instead of listening to her and creating judgments around where I am or what I'm doing or who I am, who I be in this world. I started befriending her and having a conversation with her. Because what I noticed in this period was that my critic, all she wants to do is keep me safe. And so I started, I'm just using the critic as an example, but I started sitting with these parts of myself. And instead of feeling ashamed that I'm critical of myself often, then I just shifted that and said, oh, my inner critic has a lot to say today. I should probably sit down with her.
1: Yeah, it's that slowing down. That's fantastic. Go ahead.
2: No, please.
1: It's just, it, it remarks with this overarching metaphor of seasons that we're quick to acknowledge what's coming on the horizon, but we forget what we just went through and we don't slow down enough within the transition of seasons or the voices that come through us. We're quick to go. Oh, there's the voice. There's the season. What's next? What's next? Rather than what you just said, marinating in it, sitting with it, asking questions, inviting in a deeper dialogue. Mm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, this is
2: highlighting just the theme of quietude and space. As I was noticing spring coming in and my own energy, working through this really deep phase, and I started feeling relief, joy, excitement to be in the fray again, I actually started noticing fear come up because of the worry of that being impermanent. Oh, don't bring me happiness right now because I really want it, and I want it to stay. So there was this pervasive feeling of wanting to be out of the season I was in so much that that brought me pause. I thought, hmm, the fact that you want out of this so much is the biggest reason why you need to be slow getting out of it.
1: That's causing me as the overarching memory of also a medicine ceremony because often if we're trying to force ourselves out of that. Have you experienced that before in sessions where you were like, oh, feeling it, feeling just the intensity of it, be a good, bad or indifferent, challenging or, and then there's this like, yeah, grasp of, oh, I need to get out of this or, oh, I want to stay in it, right? Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. control and power
0: too. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, actually funny you bring that up. It, It reminds me of an experience I had in the medicine ceremony. A few weeks ago, that was really helped open up the season for me. It was the first time in medicine that I've ever
0: felt so normal. I felt so in the center of my being, just perfect
2: equilibrium. And The feeling that I got in that space was such an embodied feeling. There was no psychedelic visions happening or these mega connections on an existential level, what have you. It was such an embodied feeling of spaciousness and trust in self that I had this meta-awareness thinking, wow, I'm not really... Feeling this medicine the way I normally would, and yet I feel so tapped in to the seat of my being right now, that that feeling I sat with really quietly, and that's what I've brought into my integration period, is that little nugget right the fuck there.
1: That's beautiful. There's a confluence of sorts, almost a merging of two rivers, the heightened stints of medicine work and my reality like merge together. And I think there's an underlying gratitude I have when I hear you say that, because it's all the work that's been laid down, the foundation of integration without medicine that shows, hey, I have this within myself. Mm -hmm. And I might not need the the monster doses. I might not need the consistency of using these medicines as much as I used to. And I think it's a really necessary reminder of the wonderful work that you're doing to mm-hmm. co- converge the two.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it's been interesting because in this integration period, I've noticed a pull to be sitting with myself on a small dose of similar medicine, like just a small amount and book out an entire afternoon where it's just journaling, laying around, dancing, listening to music as much as possible, creating that space within myself that I, I use the word encode when I feel a feeling or an energy that feels important that I need to be learning.
1: See more about that. What does that
0: tell unpacking code for me? Teach me about Mm,
2: code. Great question.
0: I love this question
2: because. I think that activity is very intuitive for me, so it gives me a little bit of pause to unpack it for others. And I really love this. Encoding for me is when I recognize a feeling within my body, usually as truth, or it could be joy, or just some feeling within my body that feels important, like it's an invitation for me to pay attention to. It's like a specific texture to the way that feels in my body. And when I feel that, I know it's an invitation to pause, be quiet, and just listen and by listen, I mean experience the way this feeling is flowing through my body. Get to know it. That's what I mean by encode.
0: I can feel it. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. really
1: it provides you context. It drives invitations to unfold, open, close, and recognize what you're really wanting to do in the moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can you tell me, what is the homage you have to this work you're doing? What, what do you owe yourself? And what do you recognize you owe the invitations you've accepted with the medicine?
0: Mm. In a minute, we've been together. You've been doing a lot of really transformational work. Mm-mm.
2: I want to sink into this question again. you ask it in a different way
1: what is the homage you have for yourself Mm -hmm. and recognizing all the work you've done as well what is the homage
0: and respect that you have for the medicine and how do those two merge Mm -hmm. well for self there's a pervasive feeling of curiosity
2: People will often reflect, you do the work, you do so much work on yourself. And I actually get a little irritated with the word work, because for me, this is just part of my being. So homage to myself, respect to myself in this process is just respecting this natural part of me that's curious about me. Who are you here?
0: Who are you here? That's the question.
2: And for the medicine, what I've noticed over the last few years is that I actually have a really intuitive relationship with it, if I trust myself. And I'm thankful for the work that I've done, kind of front-loaded a lot of work that got through a lot of fear, really deep fear, took several years off of doing medicine or any kind of ceremonies or that type of work because of the bigness that was unleashed for me in an integration process that was really long. And what I bring with me now as respect with the medicine is our dance together in the way that we communicate and speak with one another and respect each other's need for space And when we're calling on each other.
0: It's a really, really
1: wonderful way of expressing and just the interpersonal relationship. And I know that I need to pause and also endorse gratitude for your determination and curiosity over the long course of saying, Hey, I just don't need to pick this up right now. I have other things and it's such a testimonial to your place and the space you are and then knowing when it's okay to accept the invitation for the medicine and when you're calling on it
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. cleared
1: it out quite a bit from my vantage point you're able to clearly see when it's appropriate to be with it and when it might not be the necessary tool to be engaging
2: yeah and that feeling feels really fucking great yeah that feeling feels really good
1: It's an anxious attachment or an insecure kind of grasping. And I think especially with the Renaissance today, everyone wants to lean on that first and Mm. kind of go, go big or go home. And it's like really the nuance of the sobriety of integration, the ability to check other tools, other skill sets. And just as you said so beautifully, fucking trusting yourself with Mm. curiosity and clarity.
2: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. trusting yourself with curiosity and clarity.
1: Huh. And me being the hyperbolic, the hyperbolic paradox, I'll say now that that's my hope and intention personally is that we become able to use so many of the skills that the medicine is a supplement or a conduit towards a spontaneous catalyst, but does not need to be you know, set on the altar every single time. Mm -hmm. trust the breath trust the intuition trust your curiosity just trust your body not needing to put anything in it no matter how sacred
2: Mm -hmm. i love that it brings me back to encoding because for me i think that's the draw to sitting with really those feelings and quote unquote i'm encoding it is that's what i'm doing very lucidly within the medicine is I want to know this feeling so I can bring it with me practically when I wake up tomorrow morning.
0: <laughs> right?
2: Like, yeah. I just want to be able to pull from it in a way that I pull from all my other feelings and emotions and energies that run within me. But this one might be new or might be important for me to, you know, pin in some way.
0: Kyle, what are you doing right this moment, in this week, in this
1: season of transformation, to be gentle with yourself?
2: Hmm. Beautiful question. More rest. This entire week I blocked off. For myself, for an entire week, to be with myself. Phone is on. Silent. Silent or off and this looks like deep rest it looks like caring for my family in a deep way so that I could work through any personal guilt or anything about taking this time so that I could not only create the time but practice settling into the space
1: fantastic I owe you a deep sense of respect I I can't say with enough words the honor and gratitude I have for being a part of your healing journey and I'm indebted and in thank you
2: thank you so much I appreciate this so much